0: got to think, if you're just living by 90% of what the population does, only by the senses, you're in trouble. If you're only living by what you see, what you hear, what you taste, what you feel, then at least you should be aware and monitor the things that you're letting
1: in. Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Lens with Roger Rojas. And today we have someone who has more than 20 years of fitness experience, also CEO and founder of MBS Fitness Lab. He's a celebrity fitness expert. Monty Sanders has been working to transform lives. Some of the most notable ones, such as Ray Lewis and Ed Reed of the Baltimore Ravens. And let me not forget their hall of famers. Monte spent 14 years as Ray's personal trainer, helping him remain the most dominant player in the game for his 17 seasons. And now without further ado, Let's welcome in Monty. Monty, thank you so much for coming on the show.
0: It is a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me.
1: So what what is, you know, I, I just gave a background of what you've been able to accomplish, and we'll touch on that later, but what is Monty doing today?
0: Well, Monty today, man, it's my regular routine. It's getting up about 3.30 in the morning, spending some time alone with God, getting some nice little stretching, hydrating. And I have a class that starts at 5.30 in the morning. And so I kind of visualize the night before and a little bit in the day uh, during this morning time of what I want to do in that class. And at the end, I have a minute where I ask them to bring it in. And I give them an inspirational maybe 30 seconds or a minute of the day. I ponder all those things before I go. Then I load up in the car and I ride in silence. And uh, I get there and turn on some inspirational music and we go through it. And uh, after that, it's back home and it's some family time with me and my daughter as my wife is at work and uh, get her ready for school. But today she's off. So that's the day of my life, man, so far. And it's just uh, 10 o'clock in the morning.
1: <laughs> I love that. I love that. So there's something I want to touch on that. Uh, one, uh, I want to bring up your age and kind of, you know, we had the pleasure of meeting a couple of months ago at an award show that was being given to um, Ray Lewis, and you were there. And the thing I was surprised most about you is how you've kept, you know, your youth in a way that, you know, when I remember still walking in prior to interviewing uh, Ray Lewis, you were there stretching out foam rolling, and it was only like two o'clock, you weren't working out, you weren't about to go do anything, you were just stretching. Um, So can you touch on that of, you know, one, your routine? uh, Two, where have you found the importance of staying fit, or even, you know, being mobile at your age now?
0: Well, I'm 51 years old, and uh, I thank God that I'm just as strong now at 51 than I was at 21, and it's amazing. To me, when I sit back and I, I reflect, that's not motivation for me, is inspiration, and that's when I have my moments of gratitude. Maybe one day I won't be able to run as fast or... Do some of the things I'm able to do but I, I thank God for the moment that I'm able to, t- to still do it. One of the things that really sustained me all these years, you talk about the flex flexibility and the stretching, that's one of the areas really that I need to improve upon and uh, now I'm able to do that every single day and it's so important as we get older, uh, you take for granted being able to simply tie your shoe or get out of the bed with no problem um having that flexibility as we grow is major and so for me i'm I'm trying to incorporate a little bit each day so that day that i met you that's what i was actually doing just maintaining a daily stretch i i found out that that's a major part of being able to still be able to lift weights or do even being able to do some sprints and things like that you have to have that strength and the maintaining the um, wow, I could say my whole life, but i'm fifty one I mean those guys are retired eight nine years ago, and we're still at it doing some of the same things and One of the major contributors of that is consistency and having a definite why you're doing it uh as you may know or may not know, a lot of people they do just train the body and they want to look good on the outside right but when you really start when you really start focusing on your mind and your spirit and that spirit part of you that really identifies why you were even born on this earth, identifies you, your gifts, reveal your gifts to you, then you start moving with a purpose. And then, wow, as you discover your purpose, you have to be healthy while you're doing it. So you can't discover your purpose and then have donuts every day of your life. Right. Because then, then, then your body deteriorate and though your vision may be clear, Mm-hmm. The body that you have to fulfill it is uh, deteriorating. So to answer your question, how do we sustain this? I'm still refining my gifts. I'm still discovering certain layers of my gifts. And so none of this won't, won't happen to me being the best that I could be without me being healthy. I love that. So, right. that, so that's my drive. That's That's my drive. And of course, my daughter and my family... As we went to Disney this year, and I'm telling you, man, I wear fit, I wore a Fitbit. And it was like nine and a half miles. The next day, ten and a half miles. Just walking. And wow, being able to do that at 50, my thing is, wow, can I do that at 60 when she's ready to go to Disney again? Can I do that at 70, 75 when she has kids and I want to be able to walk around with the grandkids? So that's what sustained me, my why, a vision. Wow.
1: I love that. And I think that's so important is that you're, you're talking about, you know, for our listeners to, to put into concept of, you know, making goals and setting out why you're doing things. It's not about today. It's not about tomorrow. It's about the future. You referred to perfectly, you know, Disney and having that vision of walking around with her when she's older, and then even her kids and having that mobility, which I think is so important. Um, you know, you touched on it lightly and I, I think it's so important. And it was a comment that I remember Ray had said when I was present, but when he was looking for a personal trainer, he wanted to find someone that would be able to keep up with him. So can you touch on that of how, you know, you weren't just training him, you were going through the same workouts that you created for him every single time?
0: Yeah, and sure, some athletes are different. Some Some athletes, hey, just want a trainer that has all the wisdom, studied all the books, passed all the tests, got a degree, and you know, kinesiology and so forth. And you have to learn some of those parts as you becoming a certified trainer. That wasn't the part that was going to impress Ray. What he wanted to know was, could I do what I was telling him to do? That is what was important to him at that time. Not so much, because you got to think guys in those positions, they have trainers or people approach them, not just from in the country, but all over the world that explain to them how they can help them, how they can solve their problems. This thing was, can you do what you're telling me to do? It's almost like hiring a financial advisor that has no money. Right. No one does that. Or going to a doctor that, that's sick constantly. And so at that time, that's when, wow, I was going through a lot uh, spiritually and mentally. But the only constant thing I did was worked out. And as I walked off my job, I, I called it blind faith, lost a lot of family and friends. The one consistent thing I did was work out. And when a good friend of ours, Eric Green, said, hey, we're going to a get-together race, having, not Just won the Super Bowl. And we connected. And he said, what you doing tomorrow? And I said, I'm working out. He said, come on by. I'm working out, too. And at the end of that workout, he said, I've never had anyone that could finish a workout with me the way that you did. I need to have you with me all the time. And... We still work out to this day. I mean, he's been retired. That's been over 20 years. But even to my camp, I never take people through something I haven't been through or I haven't done. Hey, if we're doing lunges, I've done lunges. If we've done squats, I've done squats. If we've done ladders, I've done ladders. If we're, done, if we're doing jumping jacks, we should do a 1,000, then work out, and then finish our workout with a 1,000. We're doing 100 here. To me, that kind of makes me authentic even to this day. So. As people come to my camps, although there's hundreds of exercises we haven't done, it's very rare that you are having me see people in there uh, pushing tires or doing things that I just don't do. Right. Um, Yeah, that to me, that kind of keeps me authentic to who I really am. And
1: I think that's great because there are, you know, I think you starting that by phrasing it how, you know, each individual looks for something different. It could be their science background, it could be. You know the movements that they do, and a lot of the times there are trainers, and I see it every day, especially in corporate America and these corporate, you know, fitness facilities where there's someone who's overweight who's telling someone else to lose weight, and you know, I yeah,
0: think, man, that's uh, tough.
1: <laughs> go ahead.
0: I was just saying that's a tough thing. Someone's coming to you because they want a six pack, but you don't have one of your own, right? And so that's that's tough, and. You can add that to the list, Roger, as what keeps me going. As I continue to help people get in shape physically, um, it's very important that I'm I'm able to maintain that as well. That's only common sense. The day that I stop working out needs to be the day that I stop hosting fitness classes because then I'm talking about something I no longer do. And so, again, this mind, body, spirit thing, man, if, if, if people get it and walk in alignment with each part of their being, Wow, they really can avoid the things that I could have avoided years ago, and that's really the mental battle within. It's like a battle you have in your mind, and you're fighting against yourself. And but boy, once you get them all in alignment, wow, life becomes less stressful.
1: So true. Can we touch more on that? On how you just brought up uh, MBS Fitness Lab, and I also recall when you had that shirt on, you had it right across your chest: mind, body, spirit. Um, and then, what those three words mean to you, and how you've incorporated that in your life and in your logo?
0: well, with me we w- we were guys, even growing up, we were athletic, we were into sports, and you know we were guys that were into our body, you know we we wanted to go to the beach and the beach rallies, you know we wanted the six packs and so forth, and so on, so I was always cool physically. What I discovered as I got older and ran into difficulties with life, even after I got my college degree. That while I was physically strong, I was spiritually dead. And so sometimes you might hear about a person that has a lot of money. They look great on Instagram, but on the inside, they at war with themselves. That was, that was me. And so I was dead spiritually and mentally. I wasn't listening. I wasn't reading the things that I needed to read. I was just only living by my senses, what I saw, what I heard, what I taste, what I feel. So that, that's the only thing I was living by. So as the more I became a, a, a trainer in this thing and people began to reach their fitness goals, just like myself, I discovered that, wow, it's beyond the body. You know, when we're doing that, we're really just serving a symptom or just one part of ourselves. And so I just discovered along with living that wow, when you feed each part uh, evenly, then you have a better chance of success. For an example. We feed our bodies every single day. Some people, we can't go hours without feeding our body. Right. But we go months, days, some people years, some a lifetime without feeding their spirit. And so although things may look good on the outside, you may have a big house, nice car, money in the bank. But if your spirit is dead, there's always going to be a part of you that's not fulfilled. Why do we say that? Because we don't have a spirit. We are a spirit. So if you're not seeing who you actually are, (laughs) then you can have all the riches in the world. But your soul won't be happy on the inside. And the reverse of that now, you also can have your spirit filled. You could you could have a great relationship with yourself and be aware. But you could be out of shape. And then that's not good. And then the part which I believe is the most important part is the mental aspect. That's where the soul is. the soul consists of three parts the mind, the will and the emotions. that's the key and once once you master and control what you're feeding your mind, that's when you have a chance to win it in this world because you got to think if you're just living by 90 percent of what the population does only by the senses, you're in trouble. If you're only living by what you see, what you hear, what you taste, what you feel, then at least you should be aware and monitor the things that you're letting in. That's what we call mental conditioning, where you making a conscious choice to feed your mind good thoughts, good things, things that are feeding your vision, things that are helping you grow. And so I have that part missing as well. Like, I would be coming home I'm just this a couple of decades ago, you know, I I could... Put on Jerry Springer Show, I would watch that every single day, my couldn't and then my life was just like Jerry Springer Show you know what i mean right like, there's a, there's a battle for our soul, our mentality if you look at the remote control in your house, there's over eight hundred channels battling for your soul. you know we call it entertainment it's containment content, containment, and once you establish wow. I need to be careful what I'm listening to. I mean, that song is off on the radio and here I am singing the words in my mind, not understanding that that stuff is going to your subconscious mind. Like you could be out of balance with your mind, body and spirit. And what I'm saying is, although we, we don't discuss religion and all those things, I believe that although I train people whether you want to get stronger, you want to lose weight, you want to get faster, you want to know the things to eat. I'm saying, wow. Why not clean up your whole house, your mind, body, and spirit? Worst thing you'll want to do, you walk into somebody's home, living room's great, dining room's great, kitchen's clean, you use the bathroom and it's filthy. You're only cleaning up certain parts of your house, your home. So what I've discovered is, wow, me at least feed each part of my being every single day because it's a daily thing. It's a daily battle. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you say it's It's a daily thing, give us this day. It doesn't even say in the in the word, give us this week, give us this day, our daily bread every day you're gonna to have to rely on the things to get through that day, but that happens over time. It took me years to discover this. Thank God our saved. go ahead, sorry about that. no, I was just saying that you know thank thank God for the problems and the pain that saved me that drew me to. Them. can you?
1: Can you real quick kind of uh, break down what would it be like, the process between uh, you and uh, Ray Lewis? You know, you had so many years of doing stuff together. What was that like?
0: That was reminding me of my high school that I went to back in Savannah, Georgia, Benedictine Military. And it was very strict, very disciplined. One of the main things that Ray and I shared in common, our common denominator was, discipline and commitment. I'm like an extremist. If I'm gonna do something, I'm all in. If I'm not gonna do it, I'm all out. He's kind of like the same way. And so here you are, it's like two disciplined people that don't like to take excuses, don't like to be late, like to be great, You know, come from mothers and families that had a foundation of, of just instilling discipline and, and being the best that you can be. We shared those things in common. And so one of the one things that were, that were my strength was working out. And just so happened it was his as well. So, man, we magnified that, man, and we grew as men. And we discovered, like, really, like, mind, body, and spirit during that whole process because every day was a battle. You know, you finish the workouts on Friday. work. The next thing you want to do as a man, okay, it's time to party. You know, it's Friday. We worked hard. But man, we were we were feeding our mind, body, and spirit. So there were times that we would just listen to tapes, just read, man. Just those guys, him and Ed, would going to film study. Like we would do different things. One of, one of the best ways to break old habits and bad habits is to create new habits. And wow, that. that's bas- that's basically what we did. So instead of start fighting against the temptations that, of course, they're as a man and us growing up and old way of living, those didn't disappear, but we replaced them with new programs. And so when Ed came along, he even added more to it. So we became accountable, man. It made it a little bit easier to get through the day. And that's why I tell people with this working out process, man, it's hard to do it by yourself. Very rare that you find somebody that just, you know, sure, they got their old team. They don't need nobody to work out with them. They know what they eat. Sleeping the right amount of hours, but I'm telling you, the majority of us, we need some people that on that day we don't feel like getting up. We're accountable to somebody else, and that's what we have.
1: Can you touch on, <clears throat> you know, kind of Ray now? And you you brought up Ed. Um, can you let the viewers know who you're referring to when you say Ed?
0: Ed Reed. Yes, um, I just got inducted into uh, the Football Hall of Fame as well, man. So I'm blessed to have two clients to go back-to-back, man. And they also won defensive back MVPs in 2003 and 2004. So this back-to-back thing has been going great. I just won America's back-to-back America's favorite trainer through the platform of Burnalong. And so one thing we do know is that, wow, our philosophy works. So if you, any of your listeners out there that had a chance to listen to Re speech, he talked a, a lot about in his speech about environment and surrounding your peop- yourself with the right people in the right environment. That's exactly what he's referring to, exactly what over a decade of our training together was. It was the environment, the structure, the discipline, the commitment, The bringing in a Rohan Marley who even brought even more disciplines uh, to the group as far, as far as the nutrition. So we sold out for it, man. In order for us to soar, we let go a lot of things that would have weighed us down and uh, we did it, man. I
1: love that. And then, you know, a couple more questions I have for you. I know, you know, again, I appreciate you taking the time to do this is for someone like yourself now that, you know, had over 20 years of, you know, being in this routine of training these two, what I would consider elite athletes, you know, that they're decade type players you know, what is the next phase for you? You touched on it briefly. You have these group fitness classes in the mornings. I see it every single morning at 530. You have between 20 to 40 people with you. So can you touch on that, Where what you're up to today with that?
0: Well, what we're getting ready to do is you, you'll soon see our book coming out, um, dealing with the mind, body and spirit. And things you need to know prior to working out. You know, a lot of people like, okay, it's the new year, so I'm ready to work out. But there's some things that we list in there that are really helping sustain it for a lifetime and not just for a moment, not just for a wedding, not just for that summer vacation. So we got a book coming out. Of course, also, we're getting ready also in the process of helping this grow. We're having our own certifications where people can learn some of the philosophies and some of the things that have been successful and principles that have been successful with us how they can learn it and share it in their community and of course we have the No Excuses camps with Ray Lewis where we travel it all over the country and also internationally where we host in the No Excuses mind body spirit camps and also with Ed Reed we're always in the community of Baltimore and across uh, New Orleans and across the country where he's trying to empower the youth and using health and wellness as a part of their change as well. So we're constantly moving. Uh, we affect thousands online on the platform Burn Along where, say for an example, you wanna work on your your abs, Roger, um, and I wanna work on mine. We can log on, we can work out together from your phone, your tablet, your TV. We can see each other, talk to each other live. And again, that's through Burn Along. So we've affected thousands of people on the Burn Alone platform. And we're constantly growing, redefining ourselves. Like, it's it's not over. Like, Ray and Ed and special athletes that I've worked with and other celebrities are about 3% of my clientele. Those guys are Hall of Fame so that people know about them. But what they don't see is the clients that were on medications for 24 years and that are now off The clients that had a heart attack and now EKGs, see and reveal that they never even show a sign that they even had a heart attack. So we re, we're going through constant miracles and benefits of the exercise that the world don't see, but they soon, so soon will see.
1: That That's so powerful. And I think that that's what I consider you, you know, this is more than just about what you've been able to do and what you want to do for the future, which is, you know, creating a legacy and that's creating content that, you know, the long sustain your name and who you are of, you know, every, all the knowledge and things that you've gained over the past years, which I think is just amazing. Definitely. When that comes out, let me know. I'd love to share that across all my platforms and, you know, let people know what you have going on. So we're heading down to the last uh, three questions. And uh, one of them, mm-hmm. you know, I, I find always really interesting is what profession other than the one you're in now, would you want to attempt if you never got into it?
0: Oh, <laughs> well, wow, that's a tough question. Um, my whole life, even my aunt and even people to this day, they always kind of mention, you know what? I think you could be a pastor. They, they mention that. And that's something, it's not that I'm running from it. You know, how you have people and they're like, oh, they're running from their calling. I just, I really know me. Like I've dated me. Like mm-hmm. I know myself. Right, And I just feel like my platform that I can do is a a lot bigger than the corners of a four, you know, four wall building. Um, But as I've learned to grow and learn not just about my body, I've learned more about my spirit, which we really, which we really are. So some of the things that I'm explaining about the body, I know you're here to lose 30 pounds. I know you're here to lose this weight. I can't help but spread some of the things that are, that correlate and align with our mind and, and our spirit. And so I'm not sure if I would say it's a pastor, because to me, the word pastor, people think about church, but if you really look up the Greek and original uh, meaning of that word, it really means teacher, and that's kind of what I'm doing now.
1: That's great, and that's exactly what you're doing. I would say even leading and educating, those two words are so much more powerful, where that you come from someone where I find is not just inspiration. You're inspirational by what what you do and how you live your life. And so the next question is, where do you see yourself in the next six months?
0: The next six months, I see myself really traveling all over the world, wherever people are requesting to receive this message of uh, the mind, body and spirit, whether it's just health and wellness and really understanding that health and wellness is just not within your body, but it's also with you within your mind and your spirit as well, just really spreading that message, man, uh, across the world. I know people going to come because they want to get a good workout, and that's fine. That's the easy part for me. That's a gift. Uh, I don't even have to work hard for that. Any goal that you have about your body, I can design a program to help you achieve that. But I'm past that. I, I'm 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 more into okay, let's get your physical goals, but okay, make sure your mind and your spirit is getting fed too, and that's questions and answers you have to ask yourself i'm not here to direct nobody with that i'm just saying once you find out who you really are wow the sky's the limit and just so happened you got a healthy body to fulfill it
1: amen that that, that's so that's so powerful and i love that and now the final question is monte in in one word what would you describe monte sanders Mm, one
0: word One word. Ambassador. And the reason why I say ambassador, of course the Bible says we're all ambassadors for Christ. And at the end of it, the source of it, the beginning of it, who I really am, beyond what people can see in the body, the core, the essence, the source of of who I really am and who you really are and any human is, is a spirit, and uh, we're ambassadors for Christ. And I'm just basically here. I know my my assignment. I know my purpose, and that's basically uh, to try and bring a little bit of the kingdom of heaven on earth through my living, not by my talking. And so, when people see me, I hope and pray that they don't ever see a religion, or see someone that's perfect but they see an example of an ambassador in the kingdom of God. That's where I am. So I would say ambassador.
1: That's amazing. Monte, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. You know, dropping all this knowledge, um, it means a lot to me. And hopefully we get to see each other soon. I, I should be heading down to D.C. And, you know, on the way down there, I'll make a stop in Baltimore. Love to capture and see, you know, what you have going on there, especially with the classes and, you know, that we can further connect.
0: I look forward to it, man. I'm 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 gonna need you to capture some of this stuff I'm doing, man. I'm getting ready to um speak at this church on Sunday, man, which is kinda awkward, but they wanna have Saturday classes at the church. I mean they have thousands of members, but they want me to give a word from twenty to twenty five minutes. This is very weird, but I'm gonna have to put the of course the health and wellness part but tied to the word as well and so I know my people are going to be recording this. It's going to be a big time for me for uh, God to use me and speak to the people. And so I need to make sure you get some of this, man, because you probably would love to hear it.
1: I love it. Yeah, definitely share that with me when that happens. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Monte Sanders, ultimate fitness trainer, America's back-to-back favorite fitness trainer and personal trainer to Ray Lewis and Ed Reed. Thank you so much.
0: All right. Thank you, man. Take care.